All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Uh, this ought to be a good one. Well, just to fucking jump right into this bullshit, because Uncle Bobby wants to have some fun later. But you know Uncle Bobby always has to give himself a fucking stroke first, right? Christians, I, I got to get you. I got to get you yet a fucking yen. I am actually starting to believe in Christian prophecy Again, I've been an atheist for the last nine going on 10 years, and I'm starting to believe that some of y'all's fucking prophecies are actually going to come true. Like the end of the fucking world. You know why I'm starting to believe in that shit? Because you guys are working double time to bring it on. And you guys wonder why we call you a fucking death cult. You worship death. You just fucking do, right? And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I, I'm going to have fun later on in the show. But I saw some shit, or I saw some shit a while back, and it's just been bothering me. So, you know, Uncle Bobby's got to get this shit out on his fucking podcast. And you guys are a death cult. Because, I mean, what is it that we always have to hear? Right, the greatest show of love is, you know, the Jesus sacrifice. I'm like, do you really believe that? Do you actually believe that a dad killing his son is the greatest form of love? And I, I know, I know, I know. And here comes the fucking uh, Trinity. I'm about to say trilogy bullshit. The Trinity bullshit. The greatest show of love, apparently, is God killed Jesus, who's really himself, and together, these two fuckers make some super ghost, because that makes sense. I mean, what are you, the fucking spiritual version of Voltron, right? Fucking five smaller lions come together to make one big giant super lion? You guys worship death. And I remember when the first time someone told me that bullshit when they were trying to convert my soul nine years ago. It was like, well, you know, Robert, I, I wouldn't sacrifice my soul. I was like, why the fuck would you want to do that? Well, Robert, you know, sacrificing your son is the greatest show of love. Well, shut the fuck up. No, it's not. As far as I'm concerned, my dad, who I did an episode on, Top 10 reasons why my dad is better than Jesus or God or whoever the fuck trilogy trailer. Well, shut the fuck up. My dad is better than your God because you want to know why? My dad did not commit homicide nor suicide to show us that he loved us. The greatest show of love was my dad living for us, not dying for us. He never missed a day of work, ever. He provided. He made sure the lights were on. There was food to eat. There were clothes to put on your bare ass. Every once in a while, we'd scrape together some pennies and have some fun. So, no, the, the best thing isn't for a father to kill himself or his son. 
as far as I'm concerned, the greatest fucking show of love is to live for your family. But you guys are probably like, what the fuck is he about? Let me get right into this, gang. So in the state of Texas, uh, thank you, House Bill 1239. House Bill 1239 in the state of Texas. Do you know what that states, gang? That if there is another CDC shutdown, you know, the center of disease control, the thing that we can actually prove exists. Yeah, that thing. The thing that you don't need apologetics, that you don't need fucking word games. Like if there is no CDC, why is anyone virus? Shut the fuck up. If the CDC mandates another medically necessary fucking shutdown, churches are officially not affected. Did you guys know that? You do now. Christians, you're you're killing your father, Larry. I mean, do you guys really think that the blood of, of a carpenter Jew is going to save you if there's another outbreak? And there will be another outbreak, if not COVID, something else. COVID-19, because that's the 19th version, fuck faces. It's not the first time the world has been shut down. That's the way things work. And and, the, and one of the big reasons why, gang, why this shit pisses me off. Because, again, this isn't just isolated pockets. And not only have I heard people say this to my face, apparently the Texas bigwigs feel the exact same way. Not apparently. They do. Uncle Bobby needs some alcohol. That it was unfair that, you know, churches had to shut down during COVID. And I'm like, well, again, you guys weren't targeted. Everyone got shut the fuck down. Everybody. Now, again, gang, before I take another step forward, you know, this is kind of standard on this show. I am not putting all Christians in the same box. I'm not. I told you, if my sister Lady L was part of this conversation, we've had this conversation during COVID. Right? And they shut down gyms too, Christians. I just bounced. Hashtag unprofessional. And when the gyms opened back up, we were talking. I was like, oh, fuck me. I cannot wait to go get a lift in. She was like, fuck face. There's still a fucking pandemic. You know what my monkey ass did? I went and did push-ups in my fucking garage. Everything got shut the fuck down, Christians. You were not unfairly targeted. They, they did it so that we all can live. And again, your, your God is omnipresent, right? And there, can he not see you in your living room? Apparently he watches gay people fuck. Does God know that you love him? Because if that answer is yes, his monkey ass is going to know you love him. Whether you're at church or whether you're on the shitter thinking about your Lord and Savior. But no, your monkey ass. But here's the thing. You've never been persecuted. You've never been victimized. But you, that's the way you. Oh, oh, what, what are you? What are y'all? Some of y'all saying right now. The standard Christian fucking. Oh, you know what? Because that's the second part of the show. I got to write that down. Out on China. 
and Saudi Arabia. Right, this is when one of you guys say something fucked up. <laughs> like, oh, well, Robert, have you ever tried to be a Christian in China? No, fuckface, and neither have you. You're from Beaumont fucking Texas. The fucking Bible Belt. Shut the fuck up. You weren't being unfairly targeted. Everything got shut the fuck down. And I remember having this conversation with somebody at work when we finally opened back up. And this person was, you know, belly aching because liquor stores in the state of Texas remained open. Well, why can't churches remain open? Okay. Fuck me. Again, this is not unfair. There is an actual medical reason why alcohol uh, liquor stores remained open during the shutdown. You folks want to know what it is as I'm sitting here taking another drink? Again, this is coming out of the mouth of a guy who literally spent 13 years hooked on Vicodin. Gang, I used to pop Vicodin like it was fucking candy. It's like candy. Even when you walk, it takes over. Shut the fuck up. Some of you are too young for that uh, fucking song. That was from Cameo. You should listen to it, especially you young ones. You want to know why? There's going to be a strange sound in the background that you're not used to. You know what that's called? Those are called fucking instruments. Who am I going to dub it? Gang, when I got locked up in that special place to help me with my mental state, and they sold me. It's like, look, we're, we're going to take you off of Viking and we're going to help you. Get off of Viking and gang, it fucking sucks. Viking withdrawal is fucking violent. It's terrible. But they said, what we're going to keep an eye on is your alcohol withdrawal. Gang, if you were to make a list of the top five most potentially lethal withdrawals there are, alcohol's on that list. Probably two or three. The reason why they kept liquor stores open even though they closed churches down is because if you fucking had half of Texas detoxing, you're going to stress out a hospital system that was already maxed the fuck out. Not only were we fighting a fucking uh, a strand of COVID that we weren't, you know, I don't know, prepared for. We were already fucked up hospital-wise just based on that. Now, imagine stressing that system even more with a whole bunch of people detoxing off of alcohol. Gang, we had to keep those things open for a reason. There is no reason. I don't care about your fucking, your spirituality. Shut the fuck up. Nobody fucking detoxes off of Jesus withdrawals goes to a fucking hospital and dies. It just doesn't happen. Grow the fuck up. But again, I don't want to spend all day... Oh, it's on my fucking laptop. I don't want to spend all day on this bullshit because I actually want to have some fucking fun. But again, you guys fucking kill me sometimes. I mean, you believe this stuff so much that you are willing to frog jump over CDC fucking guidelines so that you can gather in mass. 
Again, I do not care about your power of prayer. I do not care about your power of prayer. I don't care about your power of fucking prayer. COVID is going to snatch or whatever comes next is going to snatch your fucking life no matter how hard you pray. And fine, fine. That is what you believe. But as soon as you leave your church and have 300 fucking members, you're going to go to the store. I mean, do you see where I'm coming with all this? And, and we're finally starting to get the question to the age-old question, what would Jesus do? Again, the fucker doesn't come down here. He doesn't tell us. So we have to go off of what his representatives do. And apparently, your Jesus is an emotionally myopic, self-centered sack of shit. You mean to tell me that the greatest show of love is to sacrifice your life, but some of you won't sacrifice some of your conveniences? Again, it doesn't matter who you are. It does not matter what you believe in. It is a virus. And whatever comes next, whether we are around for it or not, there will be another shutdown. That's just the way of the world, Jack. And now, thanks to y'all's fucking selfishness, your, your undeserved sense of fucking persecution, churches get to remain open. Again, you guys are the fucking worst. I'm just going to take a drink of fucking alcohol. Again, you guys, all you guys do is talk about the greatest sacrifice ever. And it is the same group of people who want Jesus back in public schools. They want blah, 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 blah. I would say you're not even willing to do half of what he did, allegedly. You're not even willing to do one one hundredth. Apparently, this fucker came down here on a literal suicide mission knowing that he was going to die a horrific death because he loves you so fucking much. And then we want to sit down and say, you know what? I think we should really have a talk about res actual responsible gun ownership. Let's not just throw it out as a slogan. We should actually have a fucking talk. You guys bellyache, like we said, we need the pin numbers to all your monetary accounts. Your Jesus apparently died for you, but you weren't willing to hand over an AR-15 for everybody else. You're a fucking hypocrite, Jack, right? Again, the greatest show of love is killing yourself or murdering your son or whatever the fuck. But you have an omnipresent God that won't be able to see you unless you go to your enormous, your enormous tax-exempt building. Can, can you imagine? So again, in case you don't know, fuckface Joel Osteen did not build the church he's in right now. That is the former home of the Houston Rockets, a professional basketball team. That, that holds thousands of people. When they told us we could finally gather, what did they say, gang? They told us no more than six people and make sure everyone stays worlds apart. That's what they said when they told us you can finally 
start gathering again. Imagine 9,000 people, elbow to elbow to elbow to elbow. You know how viruses work? They don't care about your prayer. You guys are going to go from there. You're going to go to the store. And even if, even fucking if, you selfish sack of shit, it goes back to the way it was, where I remember when they finally opened it up like Target so you can go get disinfected. They only let a handful of people in there at a time. Masks, social distancing, none of these things are guarantees. They are simply a layer of fucking protection. I just belched. Hashtag unprofessional. You're going to go after rubbing elbows with, you know, thousands of people into a store with 75 people. Long story short, you're going to spread the fucking virus, asshole. But no, I'm glad you guys got your way. So you can no longer feel persecuted. You're going to still feel fucking persecuted. Again, my ability to go get a good pump on a great leg day, in my opinion, is more important than your ability to go to a fucking building so that you can be told that you are a sinful sack of shit and that you deserve hell. Hell, if you need that, just go marry my ex-wife. She'll make you feel like shit for free. But I and lots of others, we were willing to give up everything else so my next-door neighbor's grandmother didn't die a COVID-laden death. But no, you guys are so fucking selfish. You bellyache so much. The Texas leadership actually fucking thinks that you guys are so persecuted that if there is another mandated shutdown, churches, at least in the state of Texas, good to go. Again, you guys, you're going to do it, but you no longer get to sit here and tell me about how victimized you are, how persecuted you are. You guys get your way every fucking time. Again, it's kind of like what I've said before. It's no longer about that you win. It's that the other person has to fucking lose. You guys are constantly bitching and complaining. I just left the liquor store, gang. They were already playing Christmas music. But yet, you guys are going to bellyache about the war on Christmas. How many stickers do I see on cars here in the state of Texas? Right? Keep Christ in Christmas. Fuckface, no one's taking your fucking Christ out of Christmas. Go celebrate it the way you want. Just the way Jesus would want. You know, by buying thousands of dollars worth of commercialized shit. But yet you guys are persecuted. And now this. And now fucking this. Again, I'm going to close this one out, gang. But you guys are going to sit here and talk about persecution again. But before you do, you make sure you play this portion of Uncle Bobby's game tape. Not if, but when there is another CDC mandated shutdown, everyone has to follow the rules. Except for you. Go fuck yourself. All right, gang, we're about to switch gears. You know how we do it on this show. You know what time it is. Mm, that was delicious. Gin and truth, I strongly suggest that we go. 
Okay, and we're gonna have a little bit of fun. Uncle Bobby's been ranting. He even cried on yesterday's episode. Got a little emotional. I've been going to war on a whole bunch of shit. So we're going to do another one of those fucking fun shit shows and just have a little bit of fun. Uncle Bobby's due for a laugh or 25. But again, gang, I spent 39 years as a practicing Christian. Of all the things I'm getting ready to name, I, I did them all plus 9 million more. Now, the only reason why this is going to be held to an hour is because I'm making it such. Otherwise, gang, I could go on for hours. And what I'm going to do on this show, or at least this portion of the show, is basically excuses that Christians give. Now, while I was driving home, I saw I did, this wasn't even an autoplay. I'm not going to lie. I saw this show. I'm going to click on it. Alan Parr is... Uh, uh, a, a formerly gay guy. I just found out that he's former. Shut the fuck up, Alan. You like dicks. Something wrong with it. He, he, he was saved by the evil spirit of, uh, from the evil spirit of homosexuality to being straight-ish. He's married now and he's a pastor. Gang, and he's one of these cats who has these fucked up ass videos you know, again, should Christians masturbate? Should Christians smoke? Should Christians watch R-rated movies? Holy shit, Christians, think for your fucking self. Trust me, it's okay. But this asshole had my favorite apologist, fuckface Frank Turk. And boy, just talking some crazy shit. And again, Turk, his script never fucking changes. And he's sitting there and he's talking about, you know, what is it? I'm about to say the Corinthians. What is, well, who the fuck was it? My brain just farted. My gang. Like, fuck. It's a fuck. Okay. God slaughtered some people. Fuck me. I know that doesn't really narrow it down, does it, right? Why did God kill the... Why did God kill the... The Canaanites, the Canaanite slaughter, the Canaanite slaughter. Way to go, Uncle Bobby. Uncle Bobby's going to con congratulate himself a little bit of this fucking alcohol. And, you know, and he does the same shit every fucking time, and he's just making excuses. It's, uh, he always does, you know, what, is God just some intergalactic mafia boss, right? Canaanites, I want him dead. Well, yeah, that, that's kind of it. Right? And he's like, well, did, did, didn't he not give them reasons? Really, dude? Again, you're just simply making excuses for abusive fucking behavior. And then he was like, well, you know, God can kill us at any time. I mean, yeah. Like, oh, my God. It's like fuckface Doug Wilson. Y'all remember me having to not talk about him anymore? It's like, <laughs> you know, God is so secure. He tells us if we don't love him, we're going to get fucked up. All this is is a bunch of fucking excuses. Again, I know you guys are on my side, and I've said this fucking before. You guys are on my side because if you, your kids, or somebody that you knew, they were fucking dating who loved them in the exact same fashion that God loves us, you would call me a certified seven-degree black belt with over a quarter century worth of experience to teach you fucking self-defense. 
That's how I know you're on my side. But yeah, those were the more violent <laughs> of Christian uh, excuses before I get all mad again. So we're going to have fun with some of the funner ones. Uncle Bobby's going to read out the excuse. And then Uncle Bobby's going to give you his response as an atheist. Because again, gang, I used to sling these excuses just like my Christian family used to. But before I start, again, if you're on the fence, if you're on the fence, I'm not going to sit here and tell you to be an atheist. I can't do that. You do honest fucking self-reflection. Do your own research. (laughs) I can say it now because it's not fucking uh, COVID. And ask hard-hitting questions. And you already know what they are because I asked them. Now, one of two things are going to happen. You're going to get a doo-doo. One, you're going to get a doo-doo ass answer. You are. If you're on the fence, it's because you get doo-doo ass answers. When you get that doo-doo ass answer, you ask yourself, am I going to accept this or am I not? The Middle East is a big fucking desert. Where did Noah get all the wood to build the boat? Wait for that answer. If you're satisfied with it, continue to be a Christian. If not, welcome Nate, use him Jack, the water's fine. But we're going to get on these fucking excuses. Okay, the first one up. Uncle Bobby took a drink of alcohol. You know Uncle Bobby likes drinking. I told you. Wouldn't be gin and motherfucking truth if Uncle Bobby didn't hit the fucking gin. But getting the first one up. Jesus never mentioned anything about homosexuality. Now, that one always comes up, gang, when, you know, we're talking about the whole, you know, the gay thing. And it's just bullshit. Am I about to belch? Hold on. Is it bubbling? No, I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. So when we talk about, because it's an obvious go-to. You can't sit here and tell me how much your God loves everyone and then point out this one special class of people who apparently, according to the Bible, he wants us to throw rocks at them until they're fucking dead. Oh, don't worry, fuckface. I know what you're getting ready to say. Robert, that was the Old Testament. Really? Because the New Testament isn't much fucking kinder to him. But the thing is, and gang, this one is such an accepted excuse, even atheists use it. And it almost kind of shocks me that Jesus never said anything about homosexuality. That's not really kind of not kind of slightly true. But you know what? What's most important? Here's my response to that. I don't give a shit. I do not care. I do not care. I do not care. I do not care. If Jesus said, I love gay people, I don't care if Jesus called them fucking faggots. And that we should actually throw rocks. I don't care. You want to know why? Jesus is not my standard. And right now, right as I said that, you know what some fucking Christian is responding with? Well, Robert, I mean, if there is no guy, shut the fuck up. I just told you, your Jesus is not my standard. I don't care what the fucker said about fucking homosexuality. Gang. God damn, I didn't, I didn't anticipate this going that fucking far. (laughs) 
But again, thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. And then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. and fun fest going. So I was talking about how, oh, my voice just cracked. We just hit puberty. What the fuck? Now, hold on. Let's uh, get this. You guys always know Uncle Bobby's got something going in the background. He's watching Clash of the Titans again, except it was the old school one. What is 1984? God damn, the graphics were terrible. I was talking about fuckface Jesus never saying anything about homosexuality. Again, I do not care. I do not care. I do not care. If your Jewish superhero said anything about homosexuality or not, you want to know why I don't care? Because I told you, I am my own standard on this. Christians, why must you? Well, I know why. But again, why must you go to the fucking Bible to see if you can jerk off? To see if you can love homosexuals? To see if you can smoke a cigarette? Anytime Uncle Bobby has a question on what he's going to do next, there is quite literally a one-person committee on this whole topic, and you're looking at him. It's a fucking Uncle Bobby. Can I remember before I close this one out and go to the next fucking Christian excuse, I remember talking to fuckface Cy Gart. Now, Cy was nothing but nice to me when we had that one discussion, but I've seen that fucker get ugly as shit with other people. And the other reason why he's earned the title of fuckface is because he is still in bed with the likes of S.J. fucking Thomason. Now, I told you guys over Twitter, S.J.'s taken down all the interviews with people who actually did the one thing that she hates to do. Be honest. So I would say go look this up, but you can't because she took it down like the dishonest sack of shit that she is. But... I was talking to Fuckface Sai, and he almost wanted a cookie for it because we were talking about this very topic, and it was something along the lines of, what did he say? That basically his church, they were kind of in committee right now. You know, and I can't remember whether it was, you know, gay people were actually fully human. Should they get married or whatever? The, should they be clergy? And it was kind of like the whole, you know, he's like, hey, that's good. Right? I was like, no, it's not. You know, again, you want a fucking cookie for that? That's like saying, yo, Robert, my church right now, we're deciding whether niggers or African-Americans should be slaves or not. That interview was in 2019, gang. And you're just now coming to the table to decide whether gay people are equal or not. Again, I've done a whole 5,000 episodes on this, so I'm not going to soak up all the fucking airtime on it. But again, no. 
No, you, you don't get kudos for that. And I don't care if your Jesus said something about whatever the fuck. I don't care. Again, I am my own standard on that. And if you can get why should we listen to you? You don't have to. But the one thing that you and your fuckface apologist excuses don't account for are the five minutes after. By all means, be mean to a gay person. But do not let someone like me be right next to them. Your five minutes are going to have consequences, fuckface, and you won't like them. All right, gang, let's move on to it. I got this shit written down. Well, I'm trying to look at which one. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Let's cross this one off. When you when you present something that's the least bit embarrassing to their side of the argument, what do we always get a chance to hear? Oh, that was a metaphor. That, that was a metaphor? Yeah, Robert, that was only an analogy. Shut the fuck up. Again, I would say, by what mechanism do you use to decide what is a metaphor versus what is not. Gang, I've talked to just as many Christians who will tell me Noah's Ark was literal. Just as many will tell you it was only a metaphor. And I've always said the same thing, and my answer is always the same. Pure silence. What is that a metaphor for? Your God murdered every person on the planet minus eight. What is that a metaphor? What is that supposed to represent? And again, I no longer ask because I know the answer. When a Christian will tell you, when they spin the excuse, it's a metaphor. It's because they can't think of anything that's fucking worth the shit to say. It's their get out of fucking jail free card. Again, just fuck me. And again, there's over 30,000 denominations of just Christianity. You guys can't even decide what's real or not. So don't say shit about us. Give me a break. But again, it's only a metaphor. And then when you ask them, here's the thing. You know what? To my atheist family, for those of us who speak out, let me put some juice in my goddamn computer. Hold on, gang. This Tesla's a motherfucker. Talks to you. Holy shit, this thing does everything short of hold my dick when I take a piss. This thing is great. Like, damn, I got a great DJ. Where the fuck was I? Oh, I go dub it. To my atheist family, to the ones who fucking will confront a Christian on their bullshit, seriously. Bring up topic A to topic to, to Christian A. Let them tell you it's a metaphor. Now, take topic A to Christian B. They will tell you it's a metaphor as well. Compare the answer when you say it's a metaphor for what? They make shit up on the fucking fly. It's they, they just won't admit that their shit is all kinds of fucked up. Just say it's fucked up and roll out, Jack. Seriously. But again, that's another great one. It's it, you know, that was just a metaphor. Again, for what? Fuck face. Again, these are just a list of Christian fucking excuses. Oh, that's, no, oh, no, let's do this one next. Hold on. Alcohol first. Excuse second. You're going to hell. Gang, I've heard that one. And normally you get, you go to hell. When again, you've taken a conversation as far as they're willing to go. They don't have answers. You've called them out on all their bullshit. 
You've proven why everything they said is absolutely fucking false. So all they have now is a scare tactic. All they have now is a threat. And I remember it's, I can't remember Mark's last name, but gang, oh my God, it was fucking disgusting. But he's connected to fuckface Ray Comfort. And you guys know their fucking evangelistic style. It's full of bullshit. It is uh, it's pure garbage. And I sat there and I listened to this back and forth. And it was just a random person on the street. And they checkmated it fucking Mark fuckface every time with their like two intellectual moves. There is nowhere he can go. And I'll never forget what he said and how he said it. It was just like this. But you, you're, you're going to go to hell. You you know that, right? You you know that, right? You you know that. You know what the atheist said, dude? I don't even fucking care. Okay, I mean, as long as you're okay with that, I mean, you're going to go to hell and be tortured forever. Yeah, you know that, right? Gang, on top of an insult, on top of a threat, it is a fucked up ass excuse. Again, this is normally when you have taken a conversation or a debate, a back and forth, whatever you want to call it. When you've taken it as far as it can possibly fucking go, it's, well, uh, well, uh, you're going to go to hell. You know that, right? Christian, shut the fuck up. Oh, this is a good one, gang. This is another good one. I'm looking on the list that I made this morning when I was taking a shit. It's, you were never a real Christian. Now, again, these are people who I just met. If you ask them my middle name, if you ask them what's my favorite dessert, my girlfriend's name, they got nothing. They got nothing. They got nothing. But they know enough about you to tell you that the last 39 years of your life, yeah, you didn't mean that. Again, that normally comes when, again, when you sell them, I'm an atheist. And then they, you know, try to quote a Bible verse or some shit. You're like, dude, stop, 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 stop. I, I've read the Bible three times. I was a practicing Christian for 39 years. You know what they say? Oh, 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 fuck face Asa Pittman. Oh, Asa, hope you hear this. You can go fuck yourself. I, I, I talked to Asa on when the channel with me and Peter. And gang, he was one of the fucking worst ones. And I told him exactly what I was saying. Again, he's quoting all this shit. I'm like, dude, just stop it. Save it. Seriously, save it. I've heard all this before. I preached it. I, I was a Christian. You know what he said? No, you wasn't. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what did you say? You, you were never a Christian. No, fuckface. I just told you I was. No, you weren't. Okay. Again, you get that when, again, when you can out as an atheist, when you can out Bible a Christian, it's their go-to card. It's you were never one of us. Again, we just met. You don't know the first fuck. Where did I find Buddy? How did I find Buddy? What's my mother's name? What's my favorite style of pizza? What's my favorite cut of steak? Who's my favorite college football team? Tell me something about myself. Oh, you don't know shit? But you can sit here and tell me that the last 39 years of my life was all fake. So again, it is an excuse it's when you take a Christian to the fucking hole, Jack, when you dump on that fucker like chocolate fucking thunder, Daryl Dawkins, his goddamn self. You break the backboard on him. Again, as an atheist, you out Christian, a fucking Christian. What do they say? Well, you were never one of us. Christian, shut the fuck up. What's the next one? Oh, okay. This one came up in the first portion of the show game. <laughs> 
It's when you talk about Christian persecution and you sit here and you run down all the ways that Christians here in America, they run this joint that there is no persecution in America at all. You again, I live in the Bible belt gang. Again, I told one, there is an enormous church across the street from my fucking house. Seriously. It is eight miles from driveway to driveway, from here to work, 8.1 on the nose. I've measured it. Yes, I have obsessive compulsive. Go fuck yourself. I actually do. I fucking hate it. It's the worst thing. I, again, it's only fun in the fucking movies. Wait, oh, that's where I was going. <laughs> just the ones that I can see, gang. Just the churches I can see. There are nine churches. That is more than one per mile. And that's just what I see. That's not what's in the back of the rows that I, shut the fuck up. And so when they realize that you're right, that you you realize you can't be president in this fucking country without claiming some flavor of Christianity, you realize in God we trust was placed on the money after the Red Scare. That's why it's in the Pledge of Allegiance. My parents, isn't that baby boomers? Baby boomers grew up in a world that did not have a God we trust on our money. You guys got your way. And when they realize that you're right, you know what they say? Here's an excuse. Oh, I mean, have you ever tried to be a Christian in Saudi Arabia? or just, Shut the fuck up. No, fuck face. And you know what? Again, neither have you. You're from Biloxi fucking Mississippi. That's the Bible Belt. Again, you think you have it hard? I've told you. The Uncle Bobby challenge still stands. I will wear a Christian shirt for seven straight days. You wear a shirt saying that you are a Muslim, that you are an atheist. Go ahead. Do that in the Bible Belt. Then let's come back. We'll start that on the 1st. It'll end on the 7th. Let's talk about it on the 8th. Let's talk about what we experience. You have to go across the pond to find an actual form of persecution because you know your argument is shit. And no, not even an argument. Again, this is a list of Christian excuses. Again, the only reason why I'm holding this to an hour is because I want to. This could easily be a nine-hour fucking show. Now, let's cross this one off. Oh, I don't know. Which one do I do? Oh, we're going to do them both. It doesn't really fucking matter. All right. So the next one up to tie into our uh, LGBTQ family. Uncle Bobby just had some liquor. You know, he likes to drink it. It's not God's best. Gang, that is just another fucking excuse. Again, There is nothing wrong with being gay. There is nothing wrong with being lesbian. There's nothing wrong with being trans, pans, bi, you name it. Just because you don't agree with it, just because you're bi, shut the fuck up. Again, if it's not God's best, I have a great idea. Have your God get off his fucking cloud and come down here and tell us. Again, I remember my first talk with Fuckface SJ and Heather. 
I don't hate Heather. I don't. Heather's just fucked up. <laughs> I'm serious, gang. But I told him. It's like, well, how can we prove God to you? And I was like, oh, I got a great idea. Have the fucker knock on my door. And I gave them a specific time. Because prayer, right? You, you, you touched your tent. There's a lump. You prayed on it. It's gone. God cured my cancer. Okay, let's get specific. At one o'clock and 13 seconds, have God knock on my door wearing a baseball hat. Make God redheaded. Gang, they squirmed and did all shit. It's like, uh, fuck off. (laughs) God, there's nothing he can't do, right? Have that fucker come down and tell gay people himself that it's not my best plan for you. Because otherwise we're just going to cuss you guys out. And then when you guys get to do what it is, you oh, you're persecuting me. Is that what you see? Is that really what you fucking see? Persecution? You just told that gay person they're a filthy faggot sodomite. You just told them you can never have sex ever again. You told them what, and I've literally heard pastors say this, gang. What is 60, 70 years of misery compared to fucking an eternity in heaven? And when that gay person's had enough of your bullshit and they tell you, you know, go fuck yourself. I didn't invite you over here. I just wanted to have a nice lunch with my wife, with my husband. I'm not even trying to think about you, but here you are thinking about me. Oh, it's because I love you. Shut the fuck up. You don't love them. You are torturing them. You are. Again, there is no hate quite like Christian love. Again, if your God has something that fucking important, tell him to come down here and say it is fucking self. Otherwise, I'm not going to mash the shit out of you. Again, we got a couple more. And I mentioned this one earlier. Let's cross this one off the list so I know I've touched it. Have you ever read the book of John? And this is one that comes normally after, again, you tell them, look, there's nothing you can say that I haven't said already. Oh, well, well I mean, well, why is that? Oh, well, it's because I, I, I was a Christian before this and now I'm an atheist. So I, 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 I'm not buying into this shit anymore. Well, I mean, have you read the book of John? Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, like I said, I was a practicing Christian for 39 years, right? And on top of that, I've also read the Bible from cover to cover, cover to cover, cover to cover. I'm not exaggerating. I, I've, I've read it three times. But have you read the book of John? Oh, oh yeah, stop, fuck face. I, I need you to focus. I just told you. I've read the Bible three times from cover to fucking cover. But have you read the book of John? Okay. If you can get off your script, we can have an actual fucking conversation. God damn, did you hear that? Hashtag unprofessional. That was a big belch, gang. Holy shit, I'm a big boy now. But it's like the book of John. Yes, I've read the book. What, because of the Beatitudes? Because of John 3, 16, yeah, I've read all of that. And I've read all this shit that kind of contradicts it. 
So again, you normally get, uh, did I give you, I hope I've been pretty consistent <laughs> with the excuse and why you get the excuse. Hold on, let's just get a quick recap. We're about to close this show out. Uh, yeah, so you, you get the Jesus never mentioned anything about homosexuality when you start talking about the gay shit, right? That's their fucking excuse, right? So that's kind of the follow-up. Uh, then I it was, you're going to go to hell. Yeah, I think I've said it, but I'm just going to fucking recap. It's my fucking show, First Takes Only. And it's actually a great way to end today's show. You usually get, you're going to go to hell when, again, you've stumped them. You've taken every excuse you've gotten. You've dunked on it. In their mind, they know you are right. I know that because I was once there. I was like, oh, shit, that was a good response. <laughs> right? Is that all you got left? is a fucking threat. Okay, I mean, that's fine, but I mean, you know you're going to go to hell, right? Shut the fuck up. You were never a real Christian. Again, this is something you get when, again, you have stumped the shit out of them. When you've taken every doo-doo-ass excuse that they've got to give, you've wiped your ass with it, you've thrown it back in their face, right? The only card they have left to play is, well, you were never really one of us. Yeah, um, we, we've known each other for 39 minutes, but you're going to tell me about the first 39 years. Shut the fuck up. I just finished talking about the book of John. Again, that was a metaphor. Again, that, that's again that's another excuse you get when you bring up something that's incredibly embarrassing to their side of the argument. They get to disassociate themselves from it by saying that was just a metaphor. That's not what they really meant, right? Shut the fuck up. It's not God's best. That's the excuse that they give nowadays when we start talking about our gay brothers and sisters, our family members in the LGBTQ plus community. Again, that's not a softer fucking, to them, it is. But like I said a couple episodes ago, when I was a kid, God was nothing more than a pair of brass knuckles. Now he's a pair of brass knuckles with some cotton balls on on top. But you know what? You're still getting hit. Buy a pair of brass knuckles. And the last one before we get to the big daddy, my favorite excuse ever. But the last one is, when it's the response you get, it's the excuse you get when you tell a Christian you are not persecuted. And then they throw out all these forms of persecution like, well, they took play, prayer out of school. Fuck face. It's a public school. They were never supposed to do it. And then they throw out all this shit. You dunk on every single last one. What do they say? What do you say? There is no Christian persecution. They always follow it up with, have you ever been a Christian in China? No, I have not. And neither have you. I'm more traveled than you are, fuckface. You've never left the state of fucking Arkansas. Give me a break. But gang, the big daddy and the big daddy of them all. We're going to hashtag this one. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jane and truth. Let's go. The big one. The biggest excuse that Christians give. You know what I'm about to say. So say it with me. You, God damn it. You took it out of context. You took it out of the gang. The reason why I said, God damn it. Oh, God damn it. Hold on. Yeah, that was a little episode of Mood Girl there, wasn't it, gang? Let's try it again real fast. So just so you know, I'm still trying to YouTube this shit. Okay, let's do it again for the fucking camera. The big daddy of them all is 
You took it out of fucking context. Stop it. That's the excuse you give, you get when you have given them something that's, again, embarrassing to their fucking side of the fucking conversation. Now, I'm trying to squeeze this one in. My favorite example of you took it out of context is when I was telling a friend about what Deuteronomy says, what to do with a virgin who was just raped. And I told her, it's a break it, you buy it clause. If you rape a virgin who is not betrothed to be married, you were to pay 50 shekels of silver, you are to marry her as that is your punishment, as in the rapist. The only thing a woman was worth is what was between her legs. You took that from the dad, so now you have to pay him for his broken property. She was like, the Bible doesn't say that. No, it does not. Gang, what did Uncle Bobby do? Uncle Bobby pulled out the fucking receipts. So Uncle Bobby got out the iPhone of knowledge, scrolled on BibleHub.com, got on the King James Version, arguably the most trusted translation of the scripture. I need some drinks. I showed her the verse. I made her monkey ass read it out loud because it doesn't say the word rape. I showed her where it said the word rape. I made her read the word rape. Gang, you know what she said? She paused after she looked at it, after she read it, and said, after a virgin is raped, R-A-P-E-D, you know what she said to me? She said, uh, what that means is actually a premarital sex. Okay, you know, we can have this fucking discussion. She kept telling me that whole conversation. I took that verse out of context. Only after she told me, the Bible doesn't say that. Then I showed her where it said it. I literally made this person read the verse out loud. She read the verse out loud. The, again, this isn't Uncle Joe's fucking Bible. It's the King James. <clears throat> again, arguably one of the most trusted translations. She saw that translation and she said, nope, you took it out of context. That's not what it means. She told me after reading the word rape, she told me that actually means premarital sex. I, I can't I can't deal with that. I, I just closed the app and I walked away. When you see a lynched black person from a tree, I say that's a lynching. You say he just tied his necktie too tight. I, I, I got nothing for you. If we can't agree on basic reality, then we cannot have that conversation. Christians like to pull, you took it out of context when you have nailed their ass to the fucking wall. All right, gang, Uncle Bobby gave you two big fucking problems today there, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you two big motherfucking solutions. First one up, state of Texas, shut the fuck up. Again, it is a virus and it does not care. It does not care. It does not care. Who you are, what you believe, how tall you are, who you vote for, it doesn't matter. During the next worldwide shutdown, and there will be another one, 
Churches in Texas get to stay open. Hmm, I wonder how that's going to work out. But you're going to do it anyway, so go ahead and scream persecution. Go ahead and say how no one has it harder than you guys. Again, you want to talk about liquor stores? We have a medically based reason why liquor stores had to stay open. Again, you can't stress out a medical system that's already stressed out. We need to pickle more livers. It's better that you die at home than stress out the fucking system that's trying to deal with this new variant of fucking COVID. And that's the 19th one that shut down the world. Christians, shut the fuck up. Up next, lastly but not leastly, we had a little bit of fun. Christian excuses. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Again, I could have made this a nine-hour fucking episode. I really could have. Those were just the ones that came to my head this morning when I was thinking about today's show. You guys don't have answers. You guys make excuses. And by you guys, I mean formerly me. I was once there. I get it. You have to make this shit make sense, but it does not. It is... A lie stacked on top of stolen mythology, stacked on top of immorality. And before you ask, I'm going to tell you right now, by whose standard? My standard. Well, why should we listen to you? You don't have to. But again, your squirrely word games leave one thing out of the fucking equation. Consequences. Now, you don't have to agree with me that rape and murder is wrong. You don't have to agree with me that our LGBTQ family is equal. You don't have to agree with me, but going to make a wrong step, they're going to be consequences. All right, gang, the big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth, let's go.